Welcome to the point. It is super exciting to be in 2024 and to be looking forward as to all the things that we get to accomplish this year. The if you if you've been listening for a while now, you're increasing your ability to focus your intention towards really specific behaviors and really specific uh, techniques that help us change a lot of behaviors quickly by, and you know, the focus on that, that you're really learning and, and diving into is more of this practice of changing and evaluating, not so much ch- evaluating, not so much changing, but evaluating your values, your beliefs, and kind of how that drives decisions that you make, decisions to for all types of actions and behaviors that you take on a regular basis. And, and last week we talked about something. Last week, one of my favorite proverbs uh, has just come right back into my vision lately. <clears throat> and I think it was a meme that I saw or saw, you know, a picture online that I saw that said, oh my gosh, I hadn't heard that in a little bit. And, but it, it's something I commonly heard in my life. And, you know, I, if you've heard last week, you know what it is. It's the, the ax forgets and the tree remembers, right? So I, I just paraphrase it, I'm sure. But the idea being that um, when you're standing in a position of being responsible for your actions and behaviors, and when you're standing in a position, in an energetic space of, owning your results, which are the evidence of the behaviors or the actions and the, and the thoughts and the words that we use. So if, if you're in the habit of doing that already, if you're progressing on the journey of learning to do that, uh, better, if you're improving it there, and if you're learning to be a little more paced and steady with it, because one of the things that you've given me feedback on is that you start doing these things and sometimes it comes off chaotic, right? You start doing something new and it brings chaos or people aren't used to it. So, and that's okay. And that's okay. It's, it's in that position of staying in ownership. What, what the main point of that is, is so that you can take control of the portion of your life that you're meant to, right? We have the freedom of will and that use, there's a proper use of willpower that correlates towards what we really want. And there's a use of our willpower that correlates to what we're getting if it's different from what we want. You've heard me talk some about boundaries and this idea that boundaries are, the the idea of setting boundaries is can be a real difficult issue because Boundaries is the example, is a great example of managing the outside behaviors, right? Managing the things furthest away from me that I can manage. And if you're working on changing those behaviors, you're and you're setting boundaries with people, you're you may not be acknowledging that there's already a boundary being held that is way further than what you'd like to have and that there's a level of discomfort that happens and that discomfort builds before you're able to then set the boundary then you set the boundary and the lack of ownership and acknowledgement that 
I, that you've allowed it to be way back here where it's too close. It's too much for me, for you. And it's, and you want to then set the boundary out here. You make it about the person you're setting the boundary with, not yourself. And it can cause drama. So a couple of things that are important about that is that a couple of things that why I'm sharing that with you today and why we're going to dig a little bit in there is that there, there is a, the, the next few weeks is us talking about our strengths and what strengths are. So you've heard me talk about gratitude and then take gratitude to another level, right? We, you've heard me talk about gratitude and then talk about, uh, talk about gratitude as a nice blanket to wear, a nice idea, right? Three ideas down that we're, that you're grateful for. And there, there will be a shift or a change in about 30 days and how you're thinking. If you focus on three things you're grateful for every day, but you've heard me take it to another level and talk about intentionally expressing gratitude into your life and into others around you and intentionally embracing gratitude as more of a breath and a way of sensing and feeling anything. So that things that were, that, that trigger us and turn out to, if you're feeling triggered by people, we can turn that into a trigger to be grateful. And we can be grateful for an opportunity to learn. We can be grateful for an opportunity to stretch. And if you're on a path of becoming unperturbable or less perturbable, right? If you're looking at becoming a little less reactive in the world and more in control of your actions, right? So that you're, you're, you're getting the results you want, that those things become really critical. So this is the exercise that makes that simple. So why deep dive into your strengths? Well, let's, let's look at that. Why deep dive into your strengths right now in January of 2024? I've always said there's no better time to dig into your strengths than now. Uh, there's a, a proverb, a client of mine that loves a, loves an old uh, saying. I don't know if it's a proverb. It's an old saying that says there's two best times to plant a tree. And one was 25 years ago and the other one's today, right now. So I've said that about strengths. There's, there's any time that you're going to look at something that you're strong in versus what you're weak in, you're on point and there's, it's a great time to do that. Every, every moment is good for that. And critical thinkers will throw, will, will throw shade at that sometimes, right? If you're a critical thinker, I expect, and I, and I embrace the idea, right? It, I, I, I'm enthusiastic about the fact that we, that you have a critical mind. I have a critical mind. We all have the ability to think critically. That is very true. And exercising your critical mind is an amazing skill that's good to do. And if used in, in improper times, it can also not be good. And there's all kinds of, of spiritual ideas and, and logical ideas and scientific ideas that say that when you focus on something, it grows. And if you focus on, if you want something good to grow, then you focus on that. So if, of course, we want to keep a watchful eye on the critical things that could happen in the world that could do us harm, there's a use for that. 
However, relationally in life, it's a really good idea to look for strengths. Look for things that bind you with them in a positive way. Look for the kindness you see in someone. Look for the struggle you see in someone. If they're trying really hard at something new, like you are, look for the common ground and something positive will grow. Look at whatever it is that makes you feel grumpy or that you don't like, and you will learn, you will end up seeing more and learning more about what you don't like. So now is a great time to start just practicing in general, focusing on positive things that you like or you agree with that resonate with you and that you can get on board with and you can connect with others with. So that's a great reason to focus on strengths. Another great reason to focus on strengths is that when you're looking at focusing on your own strengths, you might uncover patterns, especially in some of the resources that you're going to get today. So you're going, you're going to get six questions. I might spill and give you more, but you're going to get at least six questions that you can ask yourself and others. You're going to get three techniques to brainstorm or pull out more strengths than you thought you could originally just sitting there thinking about it. And the idea of this is to, there is not about using assessments, but to organically mine or harvest and, and learn from people around you what you are great at or what they think you're great at. Why are we doing that? Because now's the time of year where many people, whether they were planning it all along and moving into the new year strong, which is what you've been hearing promoted on this show, or if you we're setting New Year's resolutions. There's no judgment on which one there is. I promote, and this show promotes, getting involved early and being very, very intentional and closing a time frame out strong with the intention of already being in behaviors that set us up for success in that new time frame. Because really, what it, what is time for you anyway? It's a, it's a belief system. It's a construct of operating. So as you look at your strengths now, one of the things that has the, the ability to do is to keep you on target with your goals so you don't lose sight. You can expect as you push hard on something and you ramp up in your energy and your effort, if you reward your effort, you're doing a great thing for yourself, right? If you reward the effort instead of the result, you're not attaching your ego and your identity to the result, you're attaching your ego and your identity to the effort. And if you have reasoning for that effort, positive messaging to yourself and other things, you know, I, we call that the tip of the sword, we call those base repeatables, which is all another thing that we teach. And may, maybe I'll do a segment on what an actual base repeatable is. It's different from an affirmation because it just a short, short understanding of a base repeatable is it focuses on the foundation of something, whatever makes it really strong. So this, it's a statement or that you can think or speak or write. It's a statement that speaks to the foundation that will keep you successful and has an effect on the overarching goals that are important to you. So in a simplistic form, being in a kitchen, and washing your hands, the message to wash your hands, the question, have you washed your hands? Hey, everybody, let's keep clean hands. Hey, you just touched your face. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Like, keep your hands clean. The whole 
there's a lot of base repeatables around the idea of keeping hands clean because that is food safe. And the better, the more base repeatables there are, the more chance there is of not having any problems with bacteria and cleaning and other things. No cross-contamination, everything's better, right? So it speaks to and delivers, it's a base foundational thing that needs to happen in order to guarantee positive results for a food environment. So that overarching goal of, of excellence has to be met through some of those basics. There's a great idea, great example. Another one, in, one is in sports or in band or choir singing. You know, people are, you know, you'll hear, bend your knees, bend at the knees, you know, keep your knees bent so you don't pass out or keep your knees bent so that you are ready to pounce, you know, you're ready to launch. It's, it's a similar type of, type of idea, a little different, but similar. So you can come up with base repeatables that focus on your strengths, the root foundation of who you are in your belief systems and your strategies so that you are giving yourself positive messaging while you're doing the daily behaviors that lead to the right. Oh, so that you're in a process of benefiting yourself, of giving yourself kudos and automating the daily behaviors and not necessarily attaching yourself to the result. You get to, you get to enjoy the results. That's the idea. Let's get into the meat of it now. The meat of this is to get into some ideas around how you can start looking at yourself and focus on your own strengths. And I've got my book up. I've got the, some of the questions that are in, in the Designing Strikes book. And, you know, this is going to seem silly, maybe. It's simple. That so many great things are. But what do you think my greatest strength is? What do you think is my greatest strength? Another way to ask that is, what are, could you share with me three things you think I'm great at? Now, it's different to ask the question, is there things that you think I'm great at versus what do you think my strengths are? In strength, if, if you're asked the question, well, what do you mean by that? You can give the answer back, well, what are my strengths is more of how do I show up when I walk in a room or when I'm getting something done with you, when I'm accomplishing something, how do you see me show up in a way that makes me great at what I'm doing? Whereas what am I great at is more of the action or the behavior, the thing that's happening that I'm great at. So both of those questions, frame it how you want to, is a great, that's a great start just to write down some ideas yourself, looking in the mirror and asking yourself those two questions. Of course, there's those from those two angles. And then you ask others. You can think about how you've positively impacted others, but another way to do that is when have you felt your best when having an impact on others? If I just hit my funny bone. When have you felt strongest or at your best when doing something for others? When have you felt at your best? When, when have you felt the flow, like a natural flow? Now, we're, whatever the question, whatever the answer is that you come up with that, there's a recommendation here for you to go a little deeper. This is the type of question that you go can go a little deeper on. So when you ask someone else that question, they give you an answer, you can say, 
can, you, know, you can just ask, can you tell me more about specifically what you're seeing or what you're feeling or sensing in that situation? Another way to ask the question is, when have you seen me show up in a way of me portraying positive leadership? Because everyone leads. Everybody, you're leading your own life and you're leading other people through projects or ideas or you're leading on a hike, on a trail. Everyone's leading in something. So the question would be, how are you leading? And again, you ask yourself these questions. So solid three questions that are really more, right? So I said I might give you more because these questions coming from different angles are going to open up new ideas. So another, you know, way to ask yourself is, if you want to get really down to the nitty gritty is, um, think of the tasks or activities that you enjoy the most. Now that could open the door to how you process or how you learn. Are you more tactile or kinesthetic? I mean, there's some, some things there as well, but, and, and that might also, that's another way of looking at a strength. A little caveat here is that when you start finding these strengths, that also starts giving us clues. You gain information when you do these queries that as you put it together, whether you put it together with yourself or with a coach or with a friend or a mentor, it all starts to make sense. There may be something you're just natural at. You're just a natural. Has anyone ever said to you, you're a natural? That'd be good to, to write down. You can ask somebody, is there anything you think I'm just naturally good at? Are there any skills that I have, that I possess, that set me apart from others? And if you're talking with someone, you can say, well, what about in different settings? Maybe, you know, help open up the mind to say, when we were doing this or that, when, when we do these activities together. But that sometimes will, will open up different pathways. Now, I can... Anyone DMs me, I'll send you this list. This is a part one of the tools, the brainstorming tools that's in the book. I'll send you this list um, at no cost. It's a, it's there's more questions and there's more ways of looking at it. But here here's the next piece of this, right? You so it's important to ask yourself these questions, and it's important you ask others some of the same questions, and that will go into a lot of other things. Now you can also get brainstorming tools of listing. 200 ideas of things, of activities, and start checking the box or circling which ones you like the most. So that's a really good way for you to, that you can dig in. And I've got those lists as well, but let's just take, let's just take a step down now. This is really to start right where we're at is talking about these techniques now of doing it, these brainstorming techniques. The first brainstorming technique is do it alone and do it with a pen and a paper and write down everything that comes to mind with one question. And then when you think you've got everything you thought of, wait and think of three more. And when you've got three more, wait again and think of one. And whenever you absolutely really run out, that's a way of just pushing it a little further until you completely run out of ideas. Anything that comes to mind, even if it doesn't seem to relate, Okay? That's a strategy. It's a technique. Write every idea that comes to mind down, even if it doesn't seem to relate to the question. 
Now, you can do that from all these angles of these different questions, and you can do that in whatever format you like. You might like symbols more than the words. You might like to doodle and do a doodle format. You might like to type it out. Whatever works for you. Start brainstorming and get that list. I do find for if you're doing it one way and you're feeling stuck, I would recommend you try it another way and see if it's the method of capturing the information that does something different for you. You might think of something different typing than you are writing or drawing or doodling. You could try all of them. You could try all of those just to really let it rip. Now, if you're saying right now, what in the heck is the point of doing all that work just to think of that? It's not so much in doing all of that work. A lot of it you're going to, you might know, you might do. But if you're saying that, I challenge you to try it and then let me know what worked. If you do that, I will give you the ebook for, for Ed Nocha. I'll just, I'll just send it to you, the whole thing, in a PDF. You can have it. If you'll actually go through those exercises just in that one technique and really go to a deep level of digging and using different methods to capture the information and see what comes up for you with an open, willing mind to have something come up and learn. And I'll, I'll send you the book. And if you're absolutely stuck and, in, and just can't do it, I'll get on the phone with you or I'll get on a Zoom with you and I'll make it happen. Really get into the questions and have fun with it. Make it fun. Make it slapstick. Make it almost improv. Anything that comes out is good. And really ask these questions and let everyone answer, right? Get some collaboration and even talk through old stories with people you've known about. Allow it to organically, naturally bring up old stories and old ideas and things so that you can jump into that and have fun with it. This is a strategy to push yourself forward and get past the humps that come up, the little bumps that come up that are the doubt and worry and the I don't want to do this anymore. Everyone reaches a time when they don't want to do something anymore. This will get you through that. And it'll also, those pains, if you're learning from it instead of beating yourself up, you know, if you're, if you're taking the standpoint of being kind to yourself and uplifting for yourself, then you're not going to be beating yourself up. You're going to be doing positive self-care and self-behavior. So you're going to be good to yourself. And it's going to be entirely better because you'll, it, everything will blossom from there. It'll be positive. Okay, next thing, that uh, this is the, the last strategy or the last technique. Sit down and write a timeline of all the things you've ever done that you thought, think are cool. Just think about, man, you learned, if you remember anything about learning to walk or you remember a picture of you learning to walk and you're thinking, that was pretty cool. Or maybe you fell in a way when you were trying to walk that everyone laughs about to this day, I, whatever it is. Or you came down a slide in a certain way that everyone still remembers or tells at the holidays. Anything you think was cool, whether it was bad or not, good or not, don't put judgment on it. Just did you think it was cool? And write a timeline for as long as you can remember of everything you ever thought was cool. Ask your group of friends to help you with a timeline of anything they ever thought was cool. All the things, you could do it as a group. All the things that you ever thought was cool. 
You want to look at everything, list it, as many things as you can. You went skydiving, you tried a new food, you went on a trip, you got a great, an awesome grade, you worked your tail off on a certain project and it went really well, right? Just, or you worked really hard on a project and it was the best work you've ever done and you didn't, it didn't go as well as you wanted. It doesn't matter. Anything you thought was cool, write it down. Because if you're standing on a platform of things that you succeeded at that you think are cool, you're going to go a lot further with a lot more excitement and satisfaction. And that is going to get you over the humps of, of, of doubt and other things that are going to, that are bound to come in the next 30 to 60 days. And that's focusing on your strengths as well. So those are your three techniques. Thank you for putting up with me when I'm not, when, I, with, when I'm on like cold medicine or whatever, and feeling, not feeling great. Um, if you stuck with me through this whole thing and you're hearing the end, my hat's off to you. It's uh, definitely a challenge to maintain a train of thought when I'm feeling loopy like that. But I appreciate you, all of you that are here. I appreciate all of you listeners, all of you that participate. I am deeply grateful that I, I, that I get to have these conversations with you on a regular basis. Love to all, and we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us for another amazing episode of The Point with me, Jeff Spikes. The greatest compliment you could give me is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all your friends. So please, if you're on Spotify, iHeart, or iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. Make sure to tag me. I love hearing from you, the listeners of this show. The links for all my social and iTunes are in the show notes. Also, if you'd like to engage with me, in anything related to my coaching, consulting, speaking, or programs, please visit jeffspikes.com for everything you would need to know to engage with me offline. And lastly, thank you for your time, your attention, and your consideration. This is The Point.